0: Life in, now, Life in the Now like in the With the and silence. With the sound. Now say, like in the now. With the and silence. With the Now like in the now. With the and silence. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Life in and Out broadcast. I'm your host, Nikki Collins. Happy Monday. I pray that each of you are having an amazing day. This is the month that we are still celebrating. We're celebrating survivors, we are celebrating thrivers, all of our breast cancer uh, sisters, the, the women who have overcome this disease as well as the ones who have been affected and has basically gone on. We are still, because this is a touchy subject, we're praying for families. We're praying for those who are going through it right now. So all of our breast cancer sisters, you know, tune in. If you need help, if you need any kind of guidance, if you just want to talk, please, please reach out to us. Today, I have an amazing guest with me. I mean, when I tell you her story is so powerful. So I need you to go ahead, reach out to somebody, call someone who may be going through breast cancer or just come through or, you know, whatever it is, but call them and let them know that they need to listen to this show today because they will be encouraged and be able to hear a, a testimony of overcoming, a testimony of of perseverance, and not that it was all easy. So a testimony of faith and strength. So I gave my testimony a little bit last week, and usually I do share my testimony anyway um, about how I was affected with the by the disease, and now walking in wholeness and healing, and just moving forward. So I want to use this platform every. Monday this month to share about breast cancer, how it affects us, and what we have going on in the community to just spread the word about early detection. Early detection is key. Um, For me, early detection really not only saved my life, but it really prepared me to be the spokesperson that I am today about this. Early detection. So, I want to welcome my friend. She's so so powerful y'all. My friend Miss Pam Lamore with Pam's Personnel Touch LLC. She has an amazing event that's coming up this month, but she also have a story. So Pam, thank you so much for joining me on the Life and Now broadcast.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Yes. I'm I mean, excited. this is, I know, I'm excited too. You know, we've talked, we have, like, we were just buddies going, you know, as you started going through your um, journey. Yes. But um, to see you now, it's like, wow, look at you on the other side of the journey. Yes. So, can you just tell, you know, our listeners about your journey through breast cancer?
2: Yes. I'll tell you, I. I believe that every woman who has ever been affected by this, mm-hmm. when they get that call or they're sitting in that doctor's office and they hear those words, you have right. breast cancer, they're like, this could not be mm. me. Right. This could not be me. And I mm-hmm. know every woman has had to say that. Right. has been affected, and man, for that matter. Right. Uh, because men are not men, exempt. Because men, exactly. They are not exempt. Right. But the way that mine came about um, – I had gone. It was time for my regular mammogram. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. wasn't anything. I hadn't feel anything. I didn't uh, feel any pain or Same anything. Same with me. No, no Isn't that nothing. Right. And so I'd gone in for my regular mammogram, and um, a friend of mine who has also gone through breast cancer, mm-hmm. um, she said, Pam, when you get your mammogram, get the 3D mammogram. Oh wow. And uh, at that time, mm-hmm. 3D cost a little bit more money. Yes, Insurance it does. Didn't pay for it. Right. Uh, and so. I was like, huh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I went in and they asked me at the desk, would you like to get the 3D? And I said, wow. no, that's okay. Mm. Well, I sat down mm-hmm. and I heard my friend's voice, Pam, get the 3D. 3D. And I went back to the counter. And I said, yes, I'll do the 3D. And at that time you had to pay an additional $50 or something right. like that. And I paid it. We went along, mm-hmm. took the test, not too much longer. Um, I got a call we want to redo the exam. Mhm. Well, that didn't shock me because I have what they call dense breast tissue okay, and right. a lot of women do have that. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't atypical for me to have to take a second go test. back, right? So I was like, okay, well, here we go. Mm-hmm. And I went back. Well, this time they said, "Well, we want to do a biopsy." Mhm. Okay. Wow. Been there before. Right. Had a a cyst that was benign several years ago that I had to have a lumpectomy for. It was benign. I okay. said, "Okay, we're going through this again." Mhm. Mm-hmm. Well, I got the call from my doctor on a Friday afternoon, never forget it, March 16th, last my year. My goodness. About 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I was at work, mm-hmm. and my cell phone rang. I said, oh, it's my doctor's office. They're probably telling me the results of the biopsy. We're going to get this over with. Well, I expected to hear the nurse's voice, but it was the doctor.
1: Right. <laughs> That's thought, when.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty odd, uh-huh. number one. Uh-huh. Um, but I said, oh, I reasoned. Right and said, oh, it's spring break week. So They're probably short staff.
1: <laughs> we can make up all kind of stuff oh, in yeah. our Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was, you know. Right. This
2: is cool. We're
1: good. Yeah. So she asked me how I
2: was doing. I said, fine. She said, are you, are you at work today? And I said, yes, I am. She said, well, Pamela, I really didn't want to wait until Monday to call you, although I didn't want to call you on a Friday afternoon, but I decided mm. I want to call you. She did this big <sighs> uh-huh. sigh. Yeah, Pamela, you have breast cancer.
1: Wow! Oh my goodness.
2: And what a she? Yeah, my thought process said, right. "What did she just say?" Right. But my mouth formed and said, "Okay." So what are we gonna do about it? Mm. That was my response. That's it. And she said, "Well, do you did you expect me to uh, tell you this? Were you expecting this diagnosis?" I said, "Absolutely no. not, no, ma'am. I was not." Right. And I said again, what are we gonna do about it? And mm. so th- that began the process. And, wow. and what a road it was.
1: What a road. And see, there, there are women this year that I know, several of them, who have been diagnosed the same way. Mm-hmm. No real <laughs> issues or anything like that, but just going in for their routine mammogram. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, it, Sometimes some people are afraid to go get a mammogram because right. of that. Right. But you cannot be afraid of it. You need to go because if you wait, you know, you, don't, you really just don't want to wait too long. But that initial shocker, and everyone says that, that initial, when you hear the doctor's voice, when the doctor tell you that, 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 that that's a shocker. Mm-hmm. I was totally blown away. I, seriously. I'm like you know i'm thinking not me because i have no family history i've gone down the line of why you know this is a mistake right. and he's like no you know usually these are benign but yours is not so when i heard those words i had to sit there and just listen and i for a minute and then i started asking him all kind of crazy questions because I didn't want the wrong thing to come out of my mouth. Right. I didn't want to fall, I didn't wanna speak, you know. So I wanted to gather my thoughts before I speak. And so I I understand where you were because at that point you gotta muster up all the strength you have to say, you know what, this is a fight and so I have to I have to just get my mind right. <laughs> you know, let what are we gonna do about this? Mine.
2: I, I believe mm-hmm. that really have a split second or two. That's Stop. it. Is this going to handle you? Come on. are you going to handle it? That is it.
1: Because you're still, basically, you're in shock. You know, your mind is trying to figure out, did I just hear this? I went through that for several days until I started getting all the phone calls. You know, and once I started getting all the phone calls from the other appointments, mm-hmm. that's when I this thing started sinking in like this is really happening like that's when it really hit me and then when I had to tell my kids that oh god you know that was the hardest thing because my son was still in high school so you know dealing with your children my husband I called him immediately he came home and you know he really took it hard he did did so yeah over the phone over the phone fo- so you you shared it with she- him over
2: because the- i told my daughter that night i was like well i can't keep it from him now right and so i'm like i gotta do it and so i waited until he was at a conference in chicago and mm-hmm. i um i said babe to, tonight when you get in get settled tonight when you to talk he said all right let's talk about the taxes i'm like i don't want to talk about taxes. <laughs> the taxes. Well, the- what do you want to talk about i said right. are you in for the night and are you laying down you know, wow. and I told him, and his first response was, "Girl, you gotta be kidding me." Mm. I said, "I would not get about that,"
1: and he Ooh. he took it harder that than chip. I did. Yeah, they they you usually know. do. He took it harder mm-hmm. than I did.
2: But uh, like you said, when the appointment started coming,
1: right. telling you, I didn't know a whole lot about breast cancer. Mm -hmm. I did not. You know, I I celebrated with other survivors, and I would even do things to help, you know, um, survivors out and raise money and things like that, but it wasn't until this thing hit me that it became personal and I started Mm -hmm. really doing the research and really learning about what people have really gone through Mm -hmm. I was like why didn't I take time to learn about this stuff before but we don't think about it because it's like it's something that okay well we're gonna get our mammograms we're gonna keep going we're gonna trust God and all that Mm -hmm. and it's not that you're not trusting God that it shows up but you know at that time this is this is the process that you're about to enter into you know key term process process it is a a
2: process Mm -hmm. and I remember laying there waiting for a test to um, begin and I remember I was looking up in the ceiling one day and I heard that very word process and when I heard the word there was something that there was just a knowing in me that this wasn't going to be a quick fix mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. girl you're getting ready to walk through something wow. it, it hit me and i was like wow and i remember mm-hmm. though that i looked up in the ceiling and i smiled mm. because in it i still had this peace yes it was just this peace yes. that only god can nobody give. nobody but god
1: only That's god can it. give that kind of peace nobody but god
2: and um so we you know we went through all the processes went to see the surgeon my first day of seeing the surgeon, she threw so many terms at me and so many options and right. so many things. I thought, you know, it's, it was stage one. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said it was the most common right. kind. Mm-hmm. And so I figured, okay, they go in, and I said they scoop it, scoop scoop it out. It out. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. I go on about my business, mm-hmm. and we're done with this. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's not quite that simple. Yeah, She said, well, with lumpectomies you have to um, go with radiation because there's smaller cells you that to. you can't see that right. may still be lingering there mm-hmm. that can grow. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. said, I have to go through radiation. She's like, that mm-hmm. comes with lumpectomy. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, or we can go the option of, you know, mastectomy. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I'm not doing that. Right. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> uh-huh. not. We're going we're gonna to scoop this thing out here right. and we're going to go, <laughs> which we did. Mm-hmm. And um, it was stage one. It had not um, gone into my lymph nodes right. at all. My margins were clear. Mm-hmm. Everything looked good. I went to my oncologist and they do a type of test now called the Oncodx, dx yes. Which tests the characteristics of the tumor itself right. to see its uh, risk for reoccurrence. Mm-hmm. And my oncologist said, Well, Pam, he said, everything looks really good with you. I think we'll just do the radiation and you'll be fine because there's a, he said, but there's a percentage of a chance that it could be high risk mm-hmm. but he said very small with, right. with what I've seen so far you're fine got a phone mm-hmm. call know, Pam um, I'd like to see you in my office tomorrow
1: Wow another doctor, phone call uh, when the doctor mm-hmm. calls
2: and says I want to see you tomorrow that's not
1: you then. yeah
2: so I told my husband okay we've got an appointment tomorrow mm-hmm. went in he walked in and said you know that small percentage we talked about that's what we have Wow and so i am recommending chemotherapy.
1: Mm. See that that's that word right there. Chemo scares a lot of people. chemo
2: was something i said uh,
1: i'm not doing. Right. I was so grateful. I was so grateful that i didn't have to go that route because i think that that was in my as soon as you hear cancer you think about chemo. Mm-hmm. You know?
2: about what chemo has done to other people. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I said a lot of things I wouldn't do. I said I wouldn't do chemo. I said I wouldn't do a mastectomy. (laughs) But you know what? I did chemo. I did a mastectomy. Yes. And, you know, you just don't know what you're going to have to go through. But i tell you something. There was a piece, my husband and I were at a piece about the chemo. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, I was so, I call it geeked up Mm -hmm. that first day of chemo. Mm -hmm. You, I mean, a bomb could have hit next to me, and I was <laughs> said nothing could touch me. I was, I mean, I was prayed oh, up. My faith was but high. God. I was just there. Mm-hmm. I had some friends. I have a friend who's a retired nurse who really walked me through a lot of mm-hmm. process as far as understanding terms and oh, just wow. saying, "Pam, this is the way you need to pray," right? Specifically, and all those kinds of things. And um, my first day of chemo, uh, my husband was there with me, and um, I was sitting there, and I thought you know what you're about to do? You're about to give these people permission to put poison in your body, Pamela. Mm. And, I, and it kind of shook me for a minute. And I said, wow, its purpose is to kill cells. Right. It doesn't care if it's good cells, bad cells. It's just gonna kills kill cells. Them. But I'll tell you something that just rocked me. I heard the Lord say to me, Pamela, if I can cause the death angel to pass over the doorpost with the blood smeared on it oh goodness don't you think i can target that medicine Mm. to hit your good your bad Mm -hmm. cells and leave your good cells Mm. alone so i started calling that the passover effect Ah that's it yes that's it god has that ability to do that and from then on
1: but that's what faith is so important when you're going through this process, mm-hmm. your faith, your faith in God and a good family support system, right. because it's not just you going through that. It's yeah. your entire family. So the the reason why you could really hold on and stand through that is because of your faith. In, in God That you right. have already experienced God In so many other areas Till now you're like I'm not going through this alone mm-hmm. And other, there are some ladies out there right now That's going through it They need to know You're not going through this alone God is right there with you Absolutely. And even Pam You, you, you went through chemo You had the mastectomy And um, look at you now mm-hmm. And this was last year
0: yeah.
1: This was last year yeah. So look at God. I know it.
2: I look back and I'm like, because when you're going through look it, you're like, God. oh, my God, is it ever going to end? Is it, mm. you know, will the test ever end? Will right. The, because with cancer, what I found out is it's not a cut and dry situation. It's not. It, you, you think you're going in one direction mm-hmm. and then they get another result from another test and you have to go a different right. direction. And you go a different direction. And I even had the genetics testing, right. which proved that I have, a lot of people know about the BRCA gene. Yes. I don't have the BRCA gene, but I have another mutated gene called the PALB2, wow. and there's not a lot of information out there yet mm-hmm, about it. Mm-hmm. But it is a high risk for reoccurrence. Oh yeah. So that couple with a high yes. uncle DX score, yes. mastectomy was the that only was way. The I could only way. That, that was the, the only, only way. That was the only way. Right. And um, I just know, <laughs> my pastor talks about all the time. Ooh. If you remain flexible, you won't be bent out of shape. Come on now, now that's good. <laughs>
1: that's good
2: because I had to you know things changed right so quickly and Mm -hmm. you know over I was diagnosed in March October as a matter of fact this is a funny thing Mm. I can laugh about it now right but October 9th was the day of my surgery does that date sound familiar to you that was the day of Hurricane Michael
1: October 9th that was it was I I remember I remember because you texted me before. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
2: And I called the hospital I'll that told morning. It. I said, are y'all going to do the surgery? There's a yeah. storm coming. They said, we do it all the time.
1: Yes. <laughs> and do.
2: they did it. Why? And I was. October Yeah. I never knew the storm hit. Never felt the thing. Well,
1: I know you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I know you didn't. But I do remember. Mm-hmm. I remember you text. We text back and forth. And, you know, rem- I remember praying you and praying for the storm because right. the storm was coming and we didn't know what it was going to do, but oh my, but God,
2: but look God. at what,
1: and, and now this year, mm-hmm. you, God has given you such a great vision. I'm so excited about what you're doing because this is real, it has really hit the city has mm-hmm. really, um, garnered a lot of attention, even in, in the breast cancer arena, Because people are now wanting to know, you know, well, what do I do? Um, They're looking for support systems. They're looking Mm -hmm. for people to talk about it. We're talking about it more, African-American women, because it's really affecting us a whole lot. So, But you're doing something on October 26th. Can you tell us, take a few minutes and tell us about uh, what's happening on October 26th? Yes. So,
2: October 26th, I am hosting um mm. a fundraising event called Fashioned Inspirations. Mm. And that name came about. I sat up in the bed early one morning and heard that those words, fashioned inspirations, because I believe that everything wow. we walk through is yes. purposing or fashioning mm-hmm. us to be an inspiration to yes, somebody else. Yes. Um and so I was like, that's what I want to call it. this event. Right. And um so it's a combination fashion show, luncheon okay. And boutique, so yes, Ooh, they're shopping. that's
1: going to be oh uh,
2: Yes. And um, my very good friend, Miss Angela Robinson, mm-hmm. who's an actress, she plays the villain on Tyler Perry's The Haves and the Have-Nots. Right. Is going to be our celebrity guest speaker. Oh,
1: oh my God.
2: And um, I, I am really excited about having her, but I'm also excited about having Miss Kelly Juanino. Uh, mm-hmm. She's an occupational therapist. She was my therapist um, after surgery to to get me to moving my arms and getting back into living Mm -hmm, again. mm -hmm. And one of the things that Kelly said to me that really um, hit me was, Mm -hmm. Pam, you did all that you went through last year. You went through the surgeries and the treatments and all that to live. Now you got to live. You
1: have to live. That's the blessing. You know, you're not an old lady.
2: Stop folding your arms and sitting like an old lady. (laughs) Live. Wow. And so I just love her. Yeah, I love her. And um, we'll also have some um, inspirational words from – is Nina Ashanafi richardson yes um she's also a breast cancer survivor she'll have her testimony wow and um all of the models mm-hmm. for the show are breast cancer survivors
1: mm. This is gonna be so amazing. Yeah. I'm running. I'm running between both of them, but I'm telling you, I'm gonna. I am going to get over there <laughs> shopping. Breast cancer survivors lunch, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. It's, well, where Absolutely. where is it located? It'll be held at my church, which okay. is
2: Metropolitan Cathedral of Truth. Mm-hmm. It's located at eleven ten Rich Bay Road in Havana. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. And um, we have a website. Um, where you can purchase tickets, okay. which is www.FashionedInspirations.com.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. FashionedInspirations.com. Mm-hmm. So ladies, if you're out there, please put on your pink. Put on your pink, on your pink and head on out to 1110, mm-hmm. Rich Bay Road, Havana, Florida. This is going to be an amazing event. I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, this month... Has been so busy for me, you know, with breast cancer events. Right. Coming up, uh, Dr. Tawanda Davis, I'm one of the speakers for her event as well. So, we, there are so many events that's going on. We take this serious because we want to get the word out. We want to let people know that, you know, you're not alone if you're going through it. And if you haven't, go get, get your mammograms done if it's time for you to go. You know, and do your yourself breast exams. Do them. I have Girl Check 7 where every seventh of the month I put out something like blast or we call each other. We talk to each other about checking, checking your girls. Check your girls. You know, you have to be able to find you be, become comfortable with your breast so that you'll know if there's something going on, if there's something different or, you know, something that's not normal. So we want to make sure that all of these events get as much support as possible. Because we need it and I love what you're doing. I love it. But uh, I want to say
2: breast well, cancer is not
1: a dress-y. It's not.
2: And a lot of people when they hear that word. They, they
1: think, think that they that's the first out. thing right but they have to realize they can vote, mm-hmm. and they can win and they, win and so they, they will them. win really? do y'all hear that miss Pamela more y'all thank you so much Pam for joining me and I want to make sure that the that the people know that they are fashioned for his presence that Pam has a t-shirt what does it say Pam fashion for I am fashion
2: Cancer has no authority here.
1: My God, my God, my God. That's all we need to know right there. Thank you so much, Pam. You. And you guys, thank you guys for listening to us on the Life and in the Now broadcast today. Remember to live your life in the now. There are several exciting events coming up for the rest of this Breast Cancer Awareness Month. <laughs> to find out about any of them, log on to our website, NikkiCollins.org.
0: If you provide the fire I'll provide the sacrifice If you pour out your spirit If you pour out-